0: Support for the evening newscast comes from Bay Realty. Listing and selling homes, lots, acreage, multifamily commercial properties, and property management in the southern Kenai Peninsula since 1974. Learn more at bayrealtyalaska.com or by calling 235-6183. Additional support for the evening news comes from Duncan House Diner, owned and operated by the Gamble family for over 20 years. Proudly feeding Homer for three generations. Dine in at 125 East Pioneer or order online at duncanhousehomer.com. Good You're listening to KBBI AM 890 in Homer and K201AO on 88.1 FM in Seward. I'm Hope McKenny with some local news on Friday, March 10th, 2023. From unsung heroes to fantastic sci-fi worlds, comic books and graphic novels bring vivid stories and characters to life. And the Tluke Tsetsas, or Fishhead Soup Collective of Alaska Native comic artists and writers, aims to share visual stories of Alaska's rich regional cultures. The comic collective is in residence at the Benell Street Arts Center in Homer for March, and over the weekend, they came together for their first ever in-person panel. KBBI's Corinne Smith reports.
1: The creative spark for drawing came to Alaska Native comic artist Demi Maheras as a kid, Growing up in the Chickaloon Native Village and listening to his grandmother's stories. He would illustrate the Otna legends she told him, like mischievous raven lazing on a couch, and she encouraged it.
0: Grandma shared the stories with me and collaborated with me to illustrate them and kind of gave me the permission to do that creatively, you know, free with how I chose to depict them which is like comic books
1: or manga. Meharas continued drawing and exploring comics and went on to launch the comic book studio, 80% Studios with creative partner Casey Silver. When the pandemic hit, they created the comic Chickaloonies, which follows two Alaska native characters on an epic quest to become the greatest storytellers ever.
0: It was one of those things, that's like we sit here and watch everything on Netflix or we can make a book, you know, we do something.
1: The team behind Chickaloonies is now part of the Klooketsitas, or Fish Head Soup, artist collective. Over the weekend, the six-person collective gathered in Homer to share about their creative work and the new collective.
0: And uh, our characters in the comic Mr. Yelly and Sasquatch Emoji are kind of, you know, thinly based on us. I, I talk a lot, and Demi draws pictures, you know, <laughs> and, um, but those two things combined, words and pictures, is our medium, is our, is our art. And, um, you know, it's been cool to have a thing where art imitates life and life imitates art. We're not quite sure where one began and ended and personally, creatively for me, it's something I always wanted.
1: The Chickaloonies comic morphed into a live interactive workshop Maharis and Silver bring to schools and communities around Alaska, including one recently offered at the Homer Library. It shares Alaska Native storytelling, comic drawing, and expression around themes of sharing culture and Native values, and has drawn people from all ages, says Casey Silver.
0: The comic was almost secondary. What it was was the experience that we had and the story that we were sharing.
1: Melissa Shaganoff is Adna and Paiute from the Chickaloo Native Village as well, and also cousins with Maharas. She's a cultural knowledge contributor to the Chickaloonies comic and a member of the Fishhead Soup Collective. I do a
0: lot of things. I say that like visiting is my art practice, meaning I just like to talk with
1: people. Shaganoff is an artist, curator, and activist whose work is shaped by relationships and ceremonial systems. And she says sharing stories and visual storytelling is also an open invitation for others to find their own stories.
0: You know, we talked a lot today about how when you say that you're indigenous-centered, that it's actually the center is the inclusion. Because indigenous... It connects you to a sort of a a higher system, a system that's connected to many different cultures. And so trying to use that as like this way to invite people in and to look at things from a different perspective or from your own perspective.
1: Richard Perry is Yupik and Gwich'in and a writer and contributor to the Fish Head Soup Collective and says after growing up in Kentucky, returning to Alaska was a return to his native heritage.
0: And at this time, there was no Molly of Denali. There were so few voices or faces in the media with Alaska Native people or children, and that is such a vital part of growing up and having a good sense of identity, is to see and hear your voice in the media, in your community. And that sense of community can be derived from hearing and telling stories, and that's been kind of my core drive.
1: The collective is also about friendship and supporting each other, says comic artist Nathan Schaefer. He's a writer and special education teacher based in Anchorage and author of The Winter Moot Series, an Alaskan science fiction adventure story.
0: Through those relationships
1: is a way we collaborate with our communities too. It's about building relationships that are sustainable, purposeful, and also Authentic. David Braem is an Afrofuturist artist and scholar, an award-winning mixed media artist. He's also the newest member of the collective.
0: I also do like sort of conceptual, uh, like Afro surreal work, um, as well. Um, you know, I'm ready to make work with the, uh, these guys and really connect with uh, how indigenous futurism and Afrofuturism can't have these like really intimate linkages and, like, explore those.
1: The name of the comic collective, Kluk Et sitas, or Fishhead Soup, represents the six members coming together like a nourishing soup, coming from the Anna tradition and Melissa Shaganoff's language work with Chickaloon Village elders. Members of the collective are working on comic book sequels and upcoming shows, including at the Anchorage Museum later this year. You can follow their work at fishheadsoupcomics.com. In Homer, I'm Corinne Smith. You
0: can find the comic books Chickaloonies and Wintermoot at the Homer Public Library or at the Banel Street Arts Center. On Tuesday, Governor Mike Dunleavy announced a bill that would restrict Alaska's LGBTQ students' ability to live in accordance with their gender identities at school. The bill would require parents to sign off on name and pronoun changes, and it would ban transgender students from using bathrooms that align with their gender identity. It is not likely to pass. Senate President Gary Stevens, who is a Republican, says he doesn't see a lot of support for it.
1: It takes 11 members to uh, pass anything on the floor. I don't want to waste a lot of time on a bill that has no chance of passing the floor.
0: He says Dunleavy's bill will get heard, but it isn't a priority for the Senate Majority Caucus. Amelia Hanrahan is a Juno mental health clinician who works with queer and trans youth in Juno. She says that even a failed bill could affect the way trans students are treated by their peers. I think just announcing this and... Um, Validating this type of rhetoric um, against the queer and trans community is um, dangerous. And I can, you know, draw pretty straight lines from like, you know, increases of this stuff in the media to bullying happening in our hallways here in the schools. Hanrahan says that the American Psychological Association, as well as its counseling and psychiatric counterparts, support youth receiving gender affirming care and support. And that's the news from Homer. I'm Hope McKenney and you're listening to KBBI AM 890 and K201 AO 88.1 FM in Seward. Find us online at kbbi.org. Thanks for tuning in.